0: What's up everyone? Welcome to Speak Now Pro Wrestling. It's Denise Salcedo and today I have a very special guest with me here on this lovely Friday night, February 16th. We got the OG, the old timer, Righteous Reg. Reg, welcome to the show.
1: Hello Denise. Thanks for the OG thing again. We're all so excited about it. What's up? It's Friday night. We don't usually hang out on Friday nights, Denise. We hang out on Wednesday nights talking about a different show. But today we're here. The Rock is here. I had a very funny time at the end of this show and I have a lot of thoughts, so I'm happy to get into it.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to hear that. I also love that we actually coordinated today without even planning it. We both popped in wearing blue. We were both feeling we both understood the assignment today.
1: We gang banging. It's California Connection. We <laughs> both have to be cripped straight off the thing. I see what's going on here. I understand what it is.
0: Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, we got a big show to talk about here today because this is, you know, it kind of, even though it's not like the official go home show. For Elimination Chamber because that's going to be next week but because next week's show is going to be taped um, it kind of felt like almost like tonight was almost like the go home show even though it technically isn't but you got The Rock you got Roman Reigns we had so many qualifying matches for the Elimination Chamber that it kind of had that feel to the show so the big thing and part of the reason I wanted to make sure to have Reg on the show today was because we knew going into this that we were going to have an appearance by The Rock and not just The Rock but also Roman reigns and coming off of how crazy this whole story has been this whole development going into wrestlemania 40 i'm like okay we need to do the show and we need to get into what went down here today now I I don't even know where to begin with all of this Reg (laughs) honestly like this story has been so much in just like the last couple of weeks like I don't even know where to begin but I am going to say this though for those of you who are here for those of you who are in the chat if you guys want to help support the show get your questions comments or statements if you know where to begin with all of this you are more than welcome to send in a super chat at any point and it really just does help us out a whole lot I want to thank Sheldon Jackson for gifting us five DWO memberships as always without failure man Sheldon has our back that's very very kind we also got a very generous super chat to kick us off and this is from Anthony Cruz who says you gave us more Kelly connection love you guys hey man whenever I can get Reg on the show I book him on the show I tried booking (laughs) you what was it like two weeks ago Reg and you were like no, I got plans, and I was like, I know exactly what that means—plans on a Friday night. I know what Reg is doing. I know what Reg is doing.
1: I was in a compromising position at that point too. But the next thing that wait, we could talk about—what?
0: What? What? Did I really text you when you were in a compromising? Listen, position?
1: we're supposed to keep moving forward, Denise. There's whispers for a reason, okay? Stop it. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I Wait, cannot do how, that show right Reg, now.
0: How I texted you while SmackDown had just finished.
1: Uh, something else just finished.
0: I was gonna say the show was like practically ending, and I literally texted you like on the dot. How were you watching SmackDown? <laughs> were you watching? Were you SmackDown and chilling?
1: There was two SmackDowns going on, Denise. I'm dead. Why are we starting the show like this? What in the hell happened here? Oh, oh man. My God. Everyone says
0: Reg was finishing his story.
1: This is crazy, you guys.
0: <laughs> oh, you broke now, me No, what's are.
1: really crazy, Denise, is that show, that's the show that Cody came out and and gave the match to uh to to the rock so when it's like it's going on i'm like wait something is going on like on tv we have to watch
0: reg i didn't hear any
1: of that i'm I'm glad
0: (laughs) i'm still as i was talking about
1: this i'm like i probably shouldn't be talking about this
0: (laughs) i'm still traumatized (laughs) matt logan says queen amanada is all elite she's been all elite
1: actually hasn't she yeah, but they just put out the graphic today. Of course, you wouldn't know that because you don't watch Rampage. But yeah, she had a really good match with Anna Jay. And right afterwards, Tony Khan put out the Queen Amanada is all elite. Very amazing.
0: Sam Pai Boone says, do you think we will see John Cena help Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? All right. Well, let's get into this conversation. Sam, thank you so much for the super chat. Let's get right to it. The Rock and Roman Reigns. So The Rock comes, I mean, sorry, Roman Reigns comes out. And the first thing he does is he's calling the people of Utah idiots. We have his little title plate that says 1265 days as champion. And he says that today is finally the day where he can say that The Rock is a member of the bloodline. And what we get is The Rock who comes out Big moment. He shows us his chills on his arms and he goes out there and we get heel rock. He goes out there and he reminds us something that I've missed, Reg, is these kinds of promos where there's almost like no holding back and going like all in on the crowd and it reminded me of the days where the rock would make fun of people trash them say all these things and the fans would still chant for the rock so it brought me back to that place because the rock went out there and he's making fun of you know everybody in utah because you know mormons and 50 wives and he's saying that they have inbred children and all mm-hmm. of these things uh, really taking us back to more of an attitude era like promo he's calling everybody trailer park trash saying they broke the record for having the most trailer park trash in the building and i can't even go into all of the details of how the rock buried cody rhodes's story like they need to have Cody Rhodes. Say something and say something quick because The Rock literally threw his story on the floor, stepped on it and smashed it during this promo and basically called everybody idiots for supporting supporting Cody Rhodes and expecting him to finish his story. He goes on to say that while Cody Rhodes' story is ending, the bloodlines is just beginning, and we close out SmackDown with an image of the entire bloodline putting the putting the finger up. Reg, w-
1: begin wherever you'd like with this one. The Rock was lying. <clears throat> That's where we're going to start. How, he said all this. He's like, the 49ers, blah, blah, blah. Rock, we watched Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble a couple weeks ago, so what are you talking about, big dog? I'm all along to what you're, the the thing you're trying to say, but this isn't the right angle because you're like, why should he finish his story when he lost? But he didn't lose. He won the Royal Rumble and has deserved a match with Roman Reigns. Okay, there's a lot of this that I liked. All, everything that The Rock did, I loved. Coming out with the sleeveless Versace vest, I'm like, oh, my God, it's 1998 again. We are right back to it. Him Throwing me off. He tricked me because my least favorite thing about babyface rock is when he comes down to the ring, he does a promo and he's like, In five seconds, you guys are gonna chant this, and in five seconds, it's gonna trend on Twitter. He's like, he came in with like, you guys have set a record. I'm like, Oh, he's doing this pandering crowd thing, and then he got us with this Salt Lake City thing. Thought it was really, really good stuff. Denise, though, this promo and the last couple weeks have shown me that the WWE universe and the wrestling crowds now are way, way, way different than they have been in a long time. The Rock was trying so hard, so hard to get this crowd to hate him, and they didn't want to at all. They did not want to. He had to be like, boo, say the word boo. Oh, you guys don't like, oh, you guys are booing that? They weren't even booing that. Like three people were booing it. He was trying so hard to force these fans to hate him and they're not going to. They'll be in some cities that'll be a little bit more vocal, but that's not what these WWE crowds are about. They're about, you're a big star, dude. That's all we care about. You're in the ring with the bloodline, dude. That's all we care about. You can call us inbred, Hicks, dumb, all that. I don't care, dude. You're the rock. You're cool. That I'm actually honored that you're disrespecting us right now. It just showed <laughs> kind of like the how the internet is like, the internet's one way and then the live crowds are totally different than that. And I thought it was very glaring here with this Rock Poma. But yeah, he just said a bunch of lies, but that's what you're supposed to do as a heel. That's what I really liked about. It. I was like, oh, he came and started lying? My favorite heel trait right there. It's amazing. But yeah, the crowds are just like, it's good because they're sold out and they are loud, but they're not giving him the desired reaction that he wants. And I think, His promo was going to be more based off those points. And I've seen some people be like, oh, I don't really like what he did because he was thought he was going to get a different reaction from the crowd. I thought it was great though. I love this. I want this to move forward with this heel rock, the leather, the Versace, all really good stuff to me
0: yeah so I kind of felt the same way that you did in the sense that I liked certain aspects of it right and the main aspect that I liked about it like I said was him kind of bringing more of this like attitude era uh nostalgia to us with the things that he was saying and trashing the people like all of that I was a fan of because I had missed it I have missed this like you know super we've gotten super squeaky clean uh type of content like I'm here for throw some shots at me man make me want to boo you like i I kind of stuff like that i know there's a line that you know obviously you don't want to cross but i thought that this line was pretty pretty okay i don't know maybe that's up to everybody to decide i'm really sure what the rules on that are anymore but i was really just like interested in like the rock talking shit the rock doing all of this and but you're right though because the one thing because okay look had cody Rhodes not won the royal rumble everything that the Rock said here would have been fine. I don't think anybody would have had a problem with it because it's like, yeah, he's right, okay? Are the 49ers going to be like, oh, well, we need a second chance next week because we didn't get to finish our story. Okay, when he compares it to that, all of that, everything that he said makes sense. I'm in agreement with you, Rock. Completely agree. But the problem is that he just didn't care at all or glossed over the fact, obviously, that cody rhodes won the royal rumble like that completely throws the argument uh completely out out the window like that's just the one the one thing that throws it out the window but Mm -hmm. with that though i think he did enough though to like really kind of bury cody Rhodes' story here
1: yeah i think that was a it, it was on purpose because he wants they're still i think because roman kind of did the same thing he was like oh you guys are chanting for cody the person that ruined everything like roman is still on this like the story my story was facing the rock and becoming the real tribal chief and head of the table and you guys ruined it and then the rock came and said the same thing dude we've been telling you this guy's with this story for three years this tribal chief thing. I got this bloodline, this family thing. And you guys are chanting for Cody. We don't want Cody here. This is about our family. And you're trying to bring this fool who lost, even though he didn't lose, who lost. Maybe he's referencing WrestleMania last year, which I could kind of get behind, but it still doesn't make sense because of the Royal Rumble thing. You know,
0: I was going to say in storyline, it doesn't make sense. You know, what part doesn't make sense is that when Cody Rhodes brought in the rock in storyline, the first Friday that this all happened, that this all went down. Mm -hmm. The whole thing was, oh, the Rock and Roman Reigns are going to have this match, right? Just based off of the stare down, based off of what happened there. And now, basically, they're making it seem like the Cody Crybabies were the reason that this match is no longer happening, right? Right. So, but here's the thing, though. Wouldn't the Rock, in storyline, still want this match against Roman Reigns?
1: Yes. So in storyline, like, well, no, because in storyline, he was going to get the match and the fans ruined that. So like, that is a reason for him to be mad at them. Like if I was going to have the match and potentially get a WWE championship match and the fans get to the match changed essentially to get Cody in there, I would be pissed too. I'm going to come and yell at you guys and call you cry babies for changing the plan that we've been having right. for the last three years. Yes. And I agree with that. But then why would he just choose to align
0: himself with Roman Reigns again? Is it just because it's like the friend of my friend, like the enemy of my enemies, your enemy, whatever that whole thing? Oh, no, yes. Because because, okay, now you make a sense now. Should he Denise. still be mad at Roman Reigns to, just because this match isn't happening and Cody right. Rhodes screwed him? Shouldn't he still want to beef with Roman Reigns?
1: Like, what was the initial stare down about? Is what you're saying? Yes, yes, thank you. What was the
0: initial stare down about? Was it just no? I'm not mad at you anymore.
1: I hate this whole Cody Rhodes. We're against him, and that's what that's kind of like. I'm seeing what you're saying because it's like is now The Rock building to a match with Cody Rhodes because Roman didn't say shit about Cody Rhodes. Like, what's going on here? I'm very confused, honestly.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying too. I'm like, wait a minute. Some we all know that this whole story got really messy along the lines and there's this whole blurred of like you know uh kayfabe and shoe and is it a work and is it not a work i you know the way that we got here was so rocky and just messy and now there are some things in storyline that just don't make complete and total sense
1: but i think that's the that's what everything that's the issue and why we got here Triple H apparently booked something for a Royal Rumble. Maybe they had these plans laid out and they were like, we're executing. We don't care what that thing is because if the Royal Rumble wasn't in here, all this would make a lot more sense. It's just a little bit confusing. But I thought the execution of kind of doing the full Rock Hill turn was executed well.
0: OK, so we got some people in here saying some thoughts. We'll see. This is from Kayal, who says it was clear in the press conference that it was never about taking down Roman, just about a match to honor their bloodline. Mm. OK, so then we go back to the initial confrontation and that was just what it was about, that it was never about taking the title off of Roman. But then why would Cody Rhodes say that he spoke to counsel, his counsel, and he decided that this match wasn't going to happen at WrestleMania and then brings out The Rock?
1: That, we're not talking about that. Just like they so are let's just on TV. Forget,
0: okay, so let's just forget
1: that happened. <laughs> That's what they're trying to tell you on the show, Denise. They're like, don't remember that. That never happened. Remember the press conference, the, the kickoff? That's what happened. That other thing never happened.
0: Okay, so now the story that we have to take in instead is Cody Rhodes disrespected the bloodline yep. and he disrespected this match from happening. And so now we're pissed. So now it's just about Cody Rhodes and The Rock being pissed at Cody Rhodes.
1: Yes, it's about honor. Uh, Cody Rhodes said that, talked about their grandpa, talked about their dads and stuff. So now it's about fighting back against Cody Rhodes and you pissed the rock off. So that's where we are.
0: See, now I'm sitting here and I'm like, damn, now I kind of want to see The Rock and Cody Rhodes at some point.
1: See, why do they keep doing this, Denise? Because after the kickoff show, I was like, oh, we're going to get a tag match. Now after this show, I'm like, oh, Cody and Rock are going to go one-on-one. Why are you guys doing this to us?
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's what I was saying. I feel like we're going in so many different directions and what's (laughs) happening here. So this is one of the situations where explain it to me like I'm five years old, Reg. (laughs) Like I'm five years old. Let's break it down No, because they're
1: just going to change it five minutes later be like no forget everything we told you five minutes ago we're like dude i'm trying to get caught up on this
0: i'm dead matt kensley it's about jive it's about power
1: (laughs) i mean honestly those are bars (laughs) All
0: right. I'm just asking questions, man. All right. Yeah. I just want to know what is going on so that I can understand the new story that we're going with and that I can actually enjoy it as we move along with all of this. Because I'm sitting here and I just feel like the I feel like it's not really about Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes right now. It doesn't feel no. that way.
1: It doesn't. Again, I was gonna ask you: Did Roman Reigns feel like little bro again, like he felt at the first time? As soon as The Rock comes out, it's like Roman Reigns is like, "Oh, look (laughs) at a big star is here now." I'm gonna just hang out in the back. Like again, why is Roman playing a background character? What is? Why do they keep giving Cody bigger matches? What the heck is going on here? Is Cody Rhodes again? Denise gonna finish the story of. The story is 20 different things now, but at the end of WrestleMania night two this year, do you think Cody Rhodes is going to be the world champion?
0: God, when you asked me that question last time, I said, if they do Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40, they can't have the guy lose again. Like it would just be like dirty. Now. what? Okay. Now you asked me that question again. And I feel the exact same way, Reg, I don't think that they can have Cody Rhodes go out there for a second time at another WrestleMania main event
1: and lose. I think with the way that they've been the last couple promos, promo tonight, you can't have that story happen and be talking about him. Like you have been and him not finish the story. Like if he does all that and then the rock comes and buries him and Roman's burying him and then they beat him again, it's going to be hard for him to come back from that.
0: That's what I'm saying. And like, even today after this promo that the rock, did today I also feel like Cody Rhodes he's got to say something like Monday <laughs> I need to hear from him back. on Monday fight back bro <laughs> like you can't like you cannot have this man go out there make fun of your fans for being cry babies calling them all idiots and saying that life doesn't work making him seem like less of a man he said I did all those things today Cody yeah. Rhodes needs to come out there and be like he needs to make a clear a clear Statement about it on Raw On a promo he needs to go out there And like really really deliver
1: Because he's getting Right now we're like oh man Cody They got you on the ropes dude yes. the Rock is taking you to school And it's kind of like Again it makes Cody look dumb And Cody's not his character And the person he's not a dumb person And he has to They're taking your manhood out there dude They got <laughs> you by the nuts Cody You gotta go out there and show them who you are dude
0: That's exactly how I feel. All right. So going back to this question from Sam Pai Boone, who says, do you think we will see John Cena help Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Do we incorporate
1: John Cena into all of this? I would probably see Stone Cold before we see John Cena. Okay.
0: Cause I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like adding John Cena into this just feels like we're just adding too much at this point.
1: I don't think in like an official capacity, but we can maybe see him like, Cause I know there's gonna be a big hubble up in one of these matches where a thousand people do a run in and Cena could be one of those run ins.
0: Okay. Okay. We got Diego almost here, sends in a super chat saying couldn't tell if that was the rock or Ricky Starks out there with that vest. (laughs)
1: Wow. Wait, so now
0: we're making Ricky Starks comparisons of The Rock instead of The Rock comparisons for Ricky Starks? Finally, I did it.
1: Ricky Starks has worked a long time to get to this Diego. Send this to him.
0: (laughs) Kyle (laughs) says, I do not think that was a burial at all. Rock is clearly playing narcissist
1: lying dude. Yeah, but still
0: buried his story. That's the but point. He's, he's the lying No,
1: Denise. That's a, like at the end of it, you're all, but he was lying though. So I think that's what makes it okay.
0: Yeah. But the way he said it was just so convincing. Reg.
1: <laughs> Denise is like, I don't care if he's lying. He's like,
0: <laughs> he, it was convincing. There's so many liars <laughs> that get by with their lies because they're convincing.
1: I mean, if we want to get political, it'll get crazy up in here. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, you're right.
0: That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, you can yeah. literally spew any BS, but if you sound confident while you're saying it, people are going to buy it.
1: That's why they keep telling The Rock to run for president, because it's like, man, he's so convincing. He got me to, but I'm like, man, Cody doesn't deserve this. You're right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Chris Ludex says Hollywood Rock didn't get the run-in it needed in in 2003. Um, But I think he turns on the bloodline at WrestleMania. Roman now feels like number two in his stable, which is crazy to say because I think that Roman Reigns has done such a great job of coming out and having this, like, godlike type of presence.
1: I mean, this is going to end with them having a match. So I think that this probably is part of the story is where I'm leading with this. Like Roman's going to be like, why am I keep playing little dog over here? I fought all this time to be, to take your spot and you got me in this position again. So we're going to fight. I don't know if they're going to fight at WrestleMania, but they're going to fight sometime this year. So
0: you think it'll happen this year, like at SummerSlam, or do you think it'll happen like WrestleMania 41?
1: No, it's gonna happen at big Saudi money whenever they say here's a hundred million dollars and- for the Rock. Yeah, oh. money, Denise. I know money dollars. talks. I'm not even gonna and lie. you know how much money they got? The Rock. Yeah. They're like, Yo, how much do you want, dude?
0: Here's the yeah. blank check. We can't afford that over here. We're no. too poor. We're like, <laughs> Nah. We get the we we we're we're already paying nine ninety nine for the Peacock. That's all we're willing to give.
1: That's it, dude. We ain't giving him nothing else.
0: (laughs) Mr. Acosta says, I don't care about logic. I don't care if some of what he said out there didn't make sense. I am sports entertained. This is heel rock. We are so effing back.
1: Listen, I'm telling you, Denise, some people just want this. The best heels are liars. And the rock, this is vintage the rock. His... Crime was it being a big liar, and we're seeing it again. And that's what is—that's what we want out of the Rock. I'm all in too. It's
0: nostalgia because all it we've is. gotten since the Rock is people trying to be like the Rock, but not
1: hitting like the Rock. And even worse, Denise, we've gotten The Rock and it's been like, when he did that gender promo, I was like, I don't, uh, dude, what are you doing? So like, this was way better than that.
0: <laughs> like, that's why, like, I feel like I agree with Mr. Mc- Mr. Acosta, not in the <laughs> sense that I don't like when things don't make sense, but in the sense, sa- the sense where he's sports entertained. Like, you can't sit here and tell me that you weren't sports entertained by what The Rock went out there and said tonight.
1: Yeah. Even good or bad. Like if you hated it or if you loved it, it was sports entertainment down to the T for sure. Steven Marchulli says, here's the story. Rock
0: pins Rollins night one wins tag match. Cody beats Roman night two. The fuse is lit. No, but Rollins is going to be facing whoever he faces in that elimination chamber match, which I'm hoping is Drew McIntyre. Um
1: and it then he could yeah. be. We we talked about Phil and I talked about if they're doing the uh, night one uh, tag match with uh, those four guys. And then.
0: Oh, so you're suggesting two matches, not just for, not just for Roman, but also for Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah. Seth Rollins and Cody essentially. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know if, if people want to see like the same guys in two nights. Cause I've seen people being like, why does it Roman just defended two nights? And I was like, do you want to see him in consecutive main events back to back on the biggest show of the year? I mean, I'm sure there are a section of fans that want to, but I don't think everybody mm-hmm. would. Would you? Me, I wouldn't
0: mind it. Yeah, that was like you my original prediction. You want to
1: see Back to back matches. It's Roman
0: Reigns. I'd rather have event. double Roman Reigns matches than that one random ass WrestleMania match that gets thrown in with like 20 people that you barely see on the show. And it's just like, oh, let's just get a bunch of people in there because we need to get everybody a WrestleMania moment. Mm,
1: but mm, the, see, my issue is the whole point of having two night WrestleManias, the whole point of these long ass shows is so we can get. Two main events for somebody. Like, this is like, that's supposed to be like some big thing for someone. Like, oh, this is the first time the women main, uh, it's like some kind of a uh, thing. And it's like, no, it's just two more bloodline. Like, this is just bloodline WrestleMania. It's like, I understand, but also like, do you guys really want that?
0: I wouldn't be opposed to it if it was the right story being told. Like, if they told us, okay, you get your Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes match, but you also get your Roman Reigns rock match. I would not be opposed to seeing those two matches, essentially main events, WrestleMania. But now with the direction that they're going, it's going to be a little bit longer until we get The Rock and Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, so Sheldon Mysterio saying in the chat, Becky and Rhea main event night one, like something like that makes more sense of what, what do, they're doing with it. You know? What
0: what match do you think? Per, do you think main events? Okay, so for example, we're definitely getting... Um, or At least I'm assuming we're definitely getting night two, which is Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah. So night one, I'm predicting it's either going to be Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, or Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. Out of those two matches, which one would you go for night one?
1: See, first of all, I don't want Drew Mack to be the person. I want Sami Zayn to be the person. Oh, shit. Uh, So we're not even in agreement with that. Yeah, we'd have to start there, I think. But I don't, that's a really tough question, honestly, Denise, because I think for the history and the story, they're going to continue telling going into the show that Becky and Rhea will end up being the stronger story. But I want Seth to have like that. uh, That opportunity at one point to be the last match, at least of night one. So I probably would go with the world champion uh, Seth Rollins. Right, especially after the they made
0: him feel, like, so second
1: tier. Right, like, got to give him one little reward, at least, Denise. And right? then all
0: of a sudden, like, bro, we just kicked you to the curb. You've been on the sidelines. And, hey, you're going you're gonna to be the second to last match on the first night.
1: I mean, that's got to hurt. Got to give him a little win. Like, here you go, dude, at least this. Like, w- that uh, kickoff show where he's in the background, like, how they've been talking about him. Like, you got to give him some kind of win. Exactly. Tunde Ud says it's a me or the Rock will turn
0: against Roman to get Cody by sabotaging him to a match. Your thoughts. I I feel like a lot of people are expecting to see the Rock turn against Roman, but do you want the Rock to turn against Roman during this match and kind of help give a leg up to Cody Rhodes so Cody Rhodes technically doesn't win like cleanly? Um but or do you want it to happen afterwards? Like Cody Rhodes is celebrating. He's having his big moment. Roman Reigns is there on the ground feeling like shit because he just ended his streak and all of this. And then The Rock goes up there and, you know, does something.
1: <laughs> I want I want Cody to get like a clean win, but we know that's not going to happen at all with – it's a Roman Reigns match. Like that'd be asking for a lot to be to make that happen. But I think, yeah, in order to kind of get to – rock and roman as not a title match he has to screw him over right that's kind of like the only ex, logical explanation for me they'll probably go with something else if they're going to prolong it but yeah that's what i would do
0: either that or like afterwards like let's say when roman reigns loses the rock tells them that like he embarrassed the bloodline and he doesn't deserve to be the head of the table because he just lost to cody Rhodes, and then thus like you said earlier making their way towards this match to rock
1: and roman that could work too. Yeah. I mean, that would be a way for Cody to get a cleaner win without the rock kind of being involved. So there's a couple of ways they could go, but if they do, there's a potential that they could do a night one thing with Cody and, cause they haven't officially been like, this is the night two main event. I mean, triple H did that, that tweet and they've kind but they could change it and be like, actually, it's going to be the rock and Roman for the belt at the, Night two and Cody get the night one match. I don't know. These there's so many things that could happen here.
0: I don't know why I'm feeling so sus about WrestleMania 40. Like I'm not gonna believe anything until like I'm there in the building. watching these guys come out and the bell rings i'm not even gonna not even them coming out the bell ringing is when i'm gonna say all right this is the match we're getting exactly (laughs) like
1: because they've announced cody and roman and i'm like i still can't believe it until it's officially happening why do we feel that way i don't know i think just because of what's happened in the last couple weeks but they keep showing us and i'm like i don't believe it dude like you're gonna do something i've had this sick feeling that The Rock is going to be like, why don't you challenge me for your spot, Cody, and like beat him or something like something nasty is going to happen on the way up. It just feels like too much time. I hope that's not like that. I hope that is chill but it feels a little suspicious. Like you said, we got
0: trust issues over here. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> Joe Compton sends in a very generous super chat. Thank you so much to Joe. Who says my hot take for the night. In my opinion, this was a dumpster fire of a rock promo. He did the same old heel 101 stuff. He tried to be Hollywood rock, ruthless aggression and attitude era. Rock was definitely better. Uh, this is a, some hot take from Joe Compton, man. We're all here for the hot takes, man. I feel like for me, and I, I'm just going to repeat what I said earlier. To me, it was it was funny. I liked the nostalgia. I really do. I, I always feel like sometimes I'm like, I see other people enjoy the nostalgia and I think sometimes I forget that I enjoy it too. And today was kind of a reminder of that.
1: Yeah, no, one thing I am going to agree with Joe on and some of the issue I kind of have with this is I think that, For this character or the direction that's being taken, I think The Rock might be a little too online. Like, he's a little too aware of what people are saying because all week uh, people have been like, Hollywood Rock, Hollywood Rock, he should do this. Remember this old promo? And instead of, like, thinking of a new way to go about this, he probably just watched a bunch of his old clips and researched, like, oh, they like that, so I'm going to just do that again. That worked before and I'm just going to rehash that. And I think that's what happened here because I've been seeing all week. Why doesn't he do Hollywood rock? Why doesn't he do Hollywood rock? I hope he's Hollywood rock. And it's like, what if he did like a new version of the rock doing something? But it I, it just feels like he's criminally online because he's too on the nose with some things that I see online. I'm like, you shouldn't be referencing that on TV or anywhere. And he does.
0: Well, he's mentioning. I mean, within the Cody Crybaby situation itself with people going online and talking about this.
1: And he's talking about people being online. And then they're like, why are you online so much then, Dwayne? How you know about all this? How you know they online so much? Because you online too.
0: (laughs) Friggin' Dwayne. Why is it funny when people say Dwayne? You said Dwayne and I was like dying. That's his name. I know, but he's The Rock. <laughs> he's The Rock. Like, I can't say Dwayne.
1: Like if, that if I That was always Dwayne. my favorite thing about The Rock. When people are like, The Rock's black. I'm like, this fool has, like, the blackest name. You, Dwayne Johnson is his name. Like, that is, like, the blackest name you could get. Like, Tyrone Jenkins is, like, the only black. That's, like, the blacker <laughs> you could get. But like, Dwayne Johnson, like, what else would you be with that name, dude? I don't get it.
0: For me, when I say Dwayne, I have to include the whole thing. I have to be, like like. like Dwayne the rock Johnson. I can't just say Dwayne Johnson or just Dwayne. Like it's either the rock
1: or Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Dwayne is a really funny name though. (laughs) Dwayne.
0: (laughs) I was about to say, it sounds like he should be wearing glasses, but then I was like, wait, Reg wears glasses.
1: Throw me under the bus again because I'm old. Don't I worry, I got glasses right. too. It's yeah, all right. All, right. all,
0: all right. right. I'm 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 on the Dwayne, I'm on the Dwayne boat too. So
1: 30 minutes of talking about Dwayne, uh, Denise.
0: <laughs> oh shit. All right. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, we knew what it was gonna be. Mike Parker, PWM, says the rock did a great job back to his heel persona as far as getting people to boo him. He has the icon status, and that is too entertaining to be truly hated. I felt like it reminded me of back in the day. Like I remember when I used to go to the shows and the rock would bury you know the whole entire crowd in the crowd would be like yeah
1: yeah no but this feels different like there it was he could have said anything in the world he could have been like I had sex with all of your moms and everybody be like yeah I'm your dad yeah like I kicked your kid yeah like there was nothing <laughs> in the world that was gonna change these guys' opinion but yeah Mike it's exactly how it is he's just like he's an icon he's known all over the world one of the biggest names in the world it's gonna be hard to really get them to truly be like we hate this guy
0: right of course (laughs) and that's how like that's how i felt like i know earlier like a couple weeks ago when someone in the chat had pitched you know the rock going back as a heel like my initial instinct was to kind of go against that only because the rock has become just such a lovable figure like even if you don't watch pro wrestling you still like know the rock from hollywood movies and you love the rock because he's Mm. funny and and he's you know cool. And so, like, you don't hate The Rock. Like, he doesn't go out there and do stuff, at least that I recall, that, he, that gets him to get hated on by people, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, I think that's why he's trying to go so hard with the character also. He's like, I have to change completely because I already have this thing that everybody loves me. He, hes It's a calculated effort that he made because I think when he initially left wrestling, he was like, I'm not The Rock, I'm just Dwayne Johnson, I'm DJ, I don't. I didn't wrestle, like, I'm trying to get away from all that, and he kind of lost a little bit of stuff, and then this Black Adam thing happened, and people were kind of upset about that, and there was a certain feeling about The Rock, but I think he kind of erased all that these last couple weeks, at least with wrestling fans, because them fans in there don't care about nothing that happened before, they care about seeing The Rock today, so.
0: Right, right, like, when it comes to this, like, I mean, I didn't watch Black Adam, and I heard that, I don't know, I I heard that it didn't do well, But like, to me, that's not enough for me not to be excited about seeing The Rock because I care about Rock as the wrestling personality. And that was also my introduction to The Rock and to so many people here was through pro wrestling. So it's almost like I just I can separate what he's doing in Hollywood and what he's doing or what he had done and is known for in pro wrestling. Right. We got Sheldon Jackson here who says the promo was all over the place for me. But also, did you notice at the end when the bloodline put the ones in the sky, The Rock didn't put a one up. He did a gun salute. Was it on purpose or an accident? I didn't even notice that. I didn't
1: notice either. Yeah, no, I'm going to need to see a picture of that. But I'm sure 100%. Oh, he that
0: did. I think he messed up. He did a, the, let me see it. He, let me put the image up. Hold on yeah, one second. He did like the, uh, the L sign, like the loser. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that might be a, a calculated on purpose, I think.
0: No, no way. I think he probably was just instinct, you know? Maybe he didn't realize that the thumb He doesn't do down.
1: L. Didn't he? He, does the, he does that. Yeah, no, that's calculated. Know. That's on purpose. You think? I think so. Yeah, definitely. He knows what it is. He's not dumb.
0: Okay, well, maybe because I'm talking out of like a nerd bubble where like the pressure's too high and I would panic and put my thumb
1: out. No, it's the rock, Denise. He's not, there's no <laughs> pressure to panic over the rock.
0: <laughs> okay, so definitely calculated the way Looks that calculated. Sheldon brings it up. All right, yeah. so there you go. When we get the, when he turns on Roman Reigns, he's going to be like, I was never with you. And they're going to exactly. zoom in on the thumb.
1: He's just like people are saying in the uh, the chat. It's Bullet Club Gold. It's Bang 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 Gang. That's what he was really doing. He's trying to join over so, there.
0: What you're saying is that The Rock makes more sense to go into AEW now since he's out doing Bang Bang Club thing. And then on top right. of that, he's referring to the internet, maybe being a little too inside baseball.
1: Yeah, totally. The Rock. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what the Rock's doing, but I do also know what the Rock is doing. <laughs> Steven Marchuli says, "What if Cody had counsel from Austin?" See, I could see it like I think Stone Cold Steve Austin needs to be a part somehow of Wrestlemania 40 again it's the 40th anniversary of Wrestlemania so they got to get him involved some way and I think that could be a way to do it
0: William Weber says Rock keeps forgetting Cody won the Royal Rumble <laughs> he
1: does. the whole time he just kept saying he's a loser like dude we saw him win the Rock sorry
0: like, he earned his way back
1: yeah come we on saw now
0: him. Plugger1234 says, hey, Denise and Reg, I'm going to Elimination Chamber in Perth, Western Australia, my hometown. Are you guys coming or watching live? So I'm definitely going to be watching live. at 2 a.m.? Dude, I have to. So I do Busted Open on Saturdays. I go live at 6 a.m. So 2 a.m. is when Elimination Chamber begins. And I'm assuming it's going to end between 5 and 6. By that time, I got a show to
1: do. And oh it's not like God. I can
0: sleep and then wake up and then catch up. Like, I, how would I do the show without knowing what happened on the el- Elimination Chamber?
1: You can't. Oh, So wow. I'm going to have to be
0: up from like 2 a.m. Through at least nine when I finish my show. I know.
1: Are you ready? Have you been uh, getting prepared for this next week? No,
0: no, I haven't. <laughs> I'm honestly really scared. I'm really scared that I'm going to be like doing my podcast and I'm going to be like.
1: You know, Denise, naughty. I tried to watch uh, Wrestle Kingdom this year because you know it starts around that time, and I couldn't get through it. I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna make it, dude.
0: <laughs> I have to. I have no choice, Reg. I yeah, have to where make it is for your job.
1: Like, you legit have to make it.
0: And then on top of that, I gotta be peppy. I gotta be right. on the air and happy and alive.
1: Like even worse than just making it, like you gotta get ready and make it and shit. It's different. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'll. I don't know. Bear with me, guys. I was even thinking about doing a watch along. But then I thought, who the hell is going to watch along? Ain't nobody going to be
1: up. Nobody's going to be up. There are going to be some people up, but not as many as.
0: Yeah. Be. Like, how stupid would I look doing a watch along with, like, two people on? <laughs> At 2 a.m.
1: You're just talking. Oh, yeah. Great move.
0: <laughs> I'm going to look stupid. <laughs> Sheldon Jackson says, let's not the fr- let's not forget Rock Weren't you the same guy who lost to Stone Cold at WrestleMania twice for the title in 1999 and 2001? It took Rock to 2003 before he finally won. He's speaking from experience. It's thank cool. you so much to Sheldon Jackson out here always bringing in facts Rafael Garcia says I have so many questions how much TNA did Triple H watch in 2016 <laughs> why is Naomi's theme the best thing Deaf Rebel has done where is Petey Williams by the way so yeah Naomi had a new theme song today I loved it I was I walking around lot. the house going glow 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 yeah
1: it's kind of like a remix of her TNA theme pretty much and I liked it a lot I think it It's perfect. You got to have Naomi on her own theme. It just all makes sense.
0: Which is funny because usually it's the other way around. TNA does a remix of whatever it is that the person had in WWE.
1: (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Might have the terribles have (laughs) turned.
0: Danielle Cooper says The Rock sounded legitimately pissed off. That wasn't even storyline. That was him being pissed off with the fans not wanting him. I think he did a good job of making people feel like Danielle says, feeling like he's legitimately pissed off at his WrestleMania match being uh, taken
1: back. I think there really is some truth in there. I think there is some part of like, y'all really did ruin this. We had a plan and you guys are talking and being crybabies. And like, he probably really feels a little bit of that. I would think so.
0: Man, John Collins says, Denise and Red, your live streams are the best junk food. Oh, yeah.
1: Awesome. <laughs> wait, Thank wait you. a minute.
0: We're good for you, but we're bad for you.
1: <laughs> One hundred thousand percent. You know what time it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lawrence Ross says, uh, look at the roster stacks. Got to spread the love. No two nights for a Roman Reigns.
1: All right. I thought, thought he's talking about us.
0: Oh, no, he's talking about um, <laughs> putting
1: more people on the show and stuff like that. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. It's like there's so many, like Gunther could be in that spot. Like, there's yeah, a I'm bunch of people Yeah, I'm not expecting Gunther to not
0: be in it. Like, I'm talking about, like,
1: maybe people that don't even have a
0: storyline, haven't been seen on TV in a while.
1: Right, that's a match that's taken away from somebody because we have to make, you know, you got to make 45 minutes for a Roman Reigns match. And
0: right, but that. I feel like if that's the match, if that's the story to tell, then why not tell it? If that's the right story to tell at the time,
1: I guess so. Because that's like that's the biggest story of the of the company for the last three or four years. It makes sense that the fortieth anniversary of this would be that. But it's still just like there's other people that could maybe get that spot or one of those spots or some of that time. Ryan Lambert says
0: Bailey versus Io should main event night one. Dude, I love the damage control story, but I think just based on the fact that they didn't even promote that match heavily the way that they did uh, Rhea and uh, Becky. Um, it really feels like they're not treating it like a big main event match. That's why I'm not expecting it to be a main event.
1: They, this is classic how they treat Bailey. Like Bailey's always like, they should give her all these opportunities or they like looks on the surface, like she's getting a good opportunity, but it's like the bare minimum of opportunity. That's exactly what it feels like. It's like she has the match. She has the main event. She won the Royal Rumble, but like, look what's happening. She wasn't at the kickoff show. Her story isn't one of the main shows. She's not going to be the main event of the show, no matter what they get from here. It's like she gets it, but she deserves so much more.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. They should give her more of the star red carpet treatment yeah. along with it. Yeah. Joe Compton, thank you so much for becoming a new member of the DWO. We got Hi, Will Jill. Chisholm here who says, Will The Rock try to get Jay back in the bloodline, or will he stay loyal to his drinking, bu- drinking buddy, Cody?
1: <laughs> uh, um, Yeah, I kind of wonder what role that Jay's going to play in the bloodline thing, because everybody's background character so far, The Rock is legit came in and made the whole thing about him. I'm not surprised, actually. <laughs>
0: I feel like it's 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 hard because I like <laughs> seeing what Jay's doing on his own, but is it enough? Like, he could be with the bloodline and maybe doing a little bit more.
1: Right. Like, he would have played an interesting role, I think, in this whole thing if he was slotted in there. Do you think that he's going to win the Intercontinental Championship on Monday?
0: No. Mm. No. I'm expecting to see <laughs> Gookzer going mm. to it with the Intercontinental Championship. You think and he's I going to WrestleMania people, with the belt? And, I think a lot of, yeah, Gunther, yes. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, are, especially after the tease that we got at the Royal Rumble, I think a lot of people are expecting Jay versus Jimmy at WrestleMania.
1: I don't know if that's what oh, yeah, doing, but I, keep I do expect forgetting that. About that match. I'm like, yeah. Maybe win, but no, they're doing the brother versus brother match. I keep forgetting about
0: Which that. Which is like, I, I feel like they, they haven't just like, they haven't reminded us enough about it.
1: Right. You would think they would start building to it like at now, like, at least to so, like get them on the same show. Like they're on different brands. How are they going to make this happen before then?
0: And it's so easy because it could be one of those it could be like just something as simple as doing a backstage segment where it's like, oh, we finally feel like the bloodlines complete, but except your brother is not here with us where he should be. And kind of go from there, you know.
1: I was gonna say you could do that at elimination chamber, but Roman not gonna be there.
0: <laughs> he ain't gonna He ain't gonna go to elimination chamber. And we're waking up at freaking two in the morning.
1: He's the way He's definitely not gonna be up watching the show.
0: Roman Reigns is gonna be in some fancy, beautiful house that he owns in Asleep. his comfortable bed with like eight pillows. He's gonna be like this. <laughs> <Asleep>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> his wife is like hey do you want to wake up to watch this he's like no why did you wake me up oh man
0: uh, we got Jana here who sends in a very generous super chat thank you so much to Jana thank who you. says cody rhodes has to win clean or people will diminish him finishing the story they could have a brawl outside the ring between the bloodline and cody's alliances which leads to only cody and roman in the ring and a clean pin well let me tell you Jana, i 1000 agree with this i'm gonna put the finger up man because this is true if cody rhodes wins with any sort of help People are going to diminish him finishing the story 1000%.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the issue with the rock thing getting involved. But I like, I know there's going to be shenanigans, but you got to keep it as minimal as you can because you got to, this has to feel good for Cody. And if there's a bunch of shenanigans and it feels like they got there in the worst way, people are going to be upset about it and they're going to feel like the whole thing was kind of a waste. So there's a way they need to nail it. We'll just got to see if they will damn this is one of those stories they gotta get just right it's a they painted themselves between a a crazy corner denise because i think i think they tried to get away from it is what this happened with this rock thing they were like they keep wanting us to tell this story with cody what if we just have the rock coming and been in the spot and they were like well people don't like that so we have to finish this and now i'm still on the i've been making a lot of jokes i've been talking a lot i still 100 think at the end of wrestlemania 40 we're going to see roman reigns in the middle of the ring with those belts like i just think that's going to happen but i hope it doesn't for cody's sake right
0: right and i hate it because like part of me honestly has a feeling that that's not so far fetched
1: because like what if you like think about it even in kayfabe terms you're like well they're kind of playing background they're kind of playing this but still forever in the back of my mind that hogan Next accolade is beating Hogan. It's just too close to deny.
0: Make a Maniac says Denise Coffee Fun. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. uh Jay Stone says, at some point, I think they should rebuild the U.S. title scene primarily around a Braun and Carmelo feud. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, we finally finally got a match with logan paul today which we're going to talk about in just a second but uh it finally took him a while to actually defend uh or to be in a match on smackdown uh because he had only been having the ple match or was it at freaking royal rumble and it was the royal rumble match since he won and then this match and then that's it right like i'm not missing anything no that was it
1: this is crazy because I watched the match today and I saw Logan Paul come down with his belt. But when Jay said this, I still had to think about who the U.S. champion was. So that's not a good sign.
0: <laughs> it definitely is it. Aaron Smith, thank you so much for the generous super chat. Saying loving your work, Denise. Do we do we think we get any more matches accounted for for Elimination Chamber as an Aussie attending the show? It's feeling light on Elimination Chamber. Also feels um, minimized by Rock and Roman. Well, you know, let's um let me pull up the card really quick because obviously you know you got your two Chamber matches uh mm-hmm. for the men's and the women's and then you also have your match uh with uh, Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax and mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what other what other that what that match is? am I missing. So oh we're getting oh, the the tag match, the tag match. The tag yeah title. the undisputed WWE tag team champions Finn Balor and Damian Priest mm-hmm. versus Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Um they're doing the Grayson Waller effect. Seth Rollins <laughs> and Cody Rhodes are appearing <laughs> on that and that's not a match but Yeah, that's it. Oh shit! It's the women's match. It's the two elimination chamber matches, the tag team match, and then the Grayson Waller effect. To be honest, I feel like that might be it because they've been keeping their short their shows pretty short, like this, pretty compact. I feel
1: like it's gonna be kind of like how the Royal Rumble was because both Royal Rumble matches are like an hour, and both if you do both elimination chamber matches an hour, that's already two hours right there, you know?
0: Right, and I don't want them to like jip us of like some good moments in the elimination chamber because in both chambers they have like enough to really give us some like. You know some good hard hitting action and some fun you know spots with the chamber and whatnot.
1: Definitely, it's a uh, it's something you want to just give time to and equal time to both the men and the women. Also, that's a, a an important thing. So yeah, it does feel kind of weird with not so many matches. Like you look at a show and it's like, especially considering like what Aaron's saying here and the people that are going to be there live in attendance. It's like you want to give this some big show, and that's what always makes it so weird about Roman Reigns. It's like they do these overseas shows, these big giant shows of WWE fans, and then you don't bring the biggest wrestler, the biggest guy on your your thing. Like, these people want to see Roman Reigns. Like, I know he wants vacation, but like in Puerto Rico, they wanted to see Roman Reigns. In Australia, they want to see Roman Reigns. And he's like, I'm at home, dog. To be fair, with Puerto Rico, they made up for it by having Bad Bunny there. Well, yeah. I but know he's still, not Roman though. Reigns, but he's still a
0: really big star and made, and obviously for Puerto Rico. Like and it hit hard, but yeah. it's just
1: me, Bad Bunny and Roman Reigns. He's yeah, the you're face right. of this brand. What are you guys doing? It's so weird.
0: Yeah, you're right. Especially because, again, it's so rare. Like we these these other places, these other parts around the world just started getting these big shows. Yep. And it's like you're waited for so long to get these kinds of shows and then you don't have your big stars. Yeah, you're right. It does kind of feel like, you That's know. Weird. Bring everything here. Um, Joe Compton says my prediction is Bailey versus EO opens up night one. I wanted to main event, but my heart and yeah. gut tell me otherwise. I always think that it's kind of cool to be in the opening match for WrestleMania. Maybe that's just me, but I think it's a cool spot to be in. Like if I'm not closing the show, I wouldn't. I would want to be the one opening it up.
1: Yeah, especially in uh, these two-night WrestleManias, I think with how everything starts, that's probably one of the best. Like, if there's like five really good spots, honestly, the first match of the first night is one of the top five spots for sure.
0: Right. Okay. So we got to get into some of the other items that happened on (laughs) this show. Of course, we'll toe the line and go back and forth with whatever calls for. But um, we need to talk about, uh, since we're on it right now, let's talk about this Elimination Chamber stuff. Because we got some qualifying matches and we found out that Kevin Owens is qualifying into the Men's Elimination Chamber as well as Logan Paul. Now, for our men's elimination chamber, where we're at right now. Um, let me see. Let me pull this up really quickly because I'm forgetting everybody right now. All right. We got Ellie Knight is in it. We got Drew McIntyre. Uh, we got Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, Logan Paul, and Kevin Owens. So that's where we're at with the entire men's elimination chamber. The spots are full. Looking at this, Reg, what are you expecting? And I know you were saying that you're expecting to see Sammy I think Uh,
1: the the second chance rumble he might win or whatever that they have.
0: Okay, so Mm -hmm. what are you thinking goes down with this uh, Elimination Chamber match?
1: Uh, I'm thinking if Sam isn't the guy, it definitely has to be Drew McIntyre because he's been telling the story the last couple weeks, last couple months with Seth Rollins, and it kind of just makes the most sense with what story they're telling. But if like Kevin Owens happened to win, I wouldn't be mad at that either. There's a couple people in here that I think could work uh, really well in this. There's going to be some interesting new people in this. But these qualifying matches, I need to talk about how god-awful Mike Mizanin is as a professional wrestler. It's been 20 years. This year, 2004, he debuted inside of Tough Enough, and this guy still stinks so much. 20 years and still working the wrong leg, dude? amateur hour there was god awful spots in this there were spots i was embarrassed to watch wrestling the standing moonsault the
0: with saw when he put the knees up and i saw logan paul's head get stuck in between his
1: legs and then he tried to roll him up for a pin and then they both couldn't figure out how to wrestle god awful material it's been 20 years dude what the fuck are you doing how are you still this bad? You used to wrestle with Brian Danielson. You've main evented WrestleMania. You're this hardcore. You say you're the company guy. You're there before anybody. You the last one there. Get in the fucking ring and train, then. What the hell is this? That shit was terrible. I'm talking about. This is like. Turn this show off. There's a quick (laughs) clip of Antonio Inoki. I think it's Sylvester Takai and uh, Luke Gallows. And he's like, stop this fucking match. He's throwing chairs and shit. That's how I felt. This guy's a world, former world champion, a guaranteed first ballot Hall of Famer. Like I might put him on the WWE Mount Rushmore of what he's accomplished here, but he is God fucking awful as an in-ring competitor.
0: It's weird because, well, I was watching this match and my thoughts were, damn, this has probably been Logan Paul's worst match in WWE. I wonder why. Right, exactly, and I feel bad about that, but it was rough in certain spots, especially that spot that I just mentioned. I was kind of afraid for Logan Paul during that moment, um, and there were some other moments where I was just like, "Oh, like and let's the Miz just is make a safe sure.
1: wrestler." That's what make like the Miz is like want to be, uh, I'm safe. I never get injured. I never do. What the fuck was that then? Because Logan Paul, like he's good in the ring.
0: We know that. Like he's good. Love him, hate him. He's good in the ring, but. He's still not so experienced where he needs to be in there with someone that is going to be, uh, you know, helping carrying him into, you know, a good match and making sure that he's safe out there. And I just don't think that both of these guys, they just didn't have that chemistry with one another where it just felt like all of the pieces of the puzzle, like they look like they fit, but they just
1: didn't. If if Logan Paul messes up, it's fine. He said this is like his 10th match. He should be messing up. He should get lost out there. There should be moments where we're like, oh, that's not so good. Because this is his 10th match. The Miz has like 2,000 fucking matches. He's wrestled in WWE so much. And he still sucks. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know. That's, I, that's just what it is.
0: And Logan. It Paul was like Vince, that
1: last time when I was watching the show, I was like, why is Denise making me watch? That's what I felt like. I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm about to turn this shit off.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, On the bright side, The Miz did not win in advance to the Elimination Chamber. Logan Paul did. I saw a couple people that are expecting Logan Paul to win. However, I'm not expecting them to do Logan Paul, Seth Rollins again, since that's the match that we had at WrestleMania 39. And I feel like that's too much copy and paste. Like, you might as well just bring the show back to SoFi. We're (laughs) already going to have all of these matches that we just saw on the last show. So I'm not expecting that to be. Um, the, the, I'm not expecting him to win, but I am expecting him to have these like big moments in the chamber, you know, like a really yeah. cool buckshot lariat that he does a really cool, uh, you know, he's going to have some cool spot off of the pod, uh, you know, something different, something unique. I think he's going to be the guy to do that or to bring that aspect of it into yeah, the chamber.
1: Cause thinking of the names, Denise, I'm like, who's the big bump guy in this? I'm like, I think Logan Paul might have to be the one to take the big bump. Cause you got a bunch of like main event star is that i mean oh kevin owens is in there he's the big bump guy
0: yeah kevin owens is gonna do like a really cool cannonball he's gonna do some really cool stuff there too um but it's really gonna be i think logan Paul. bobby lashley will probably do some like freak of nature type of prowess thing i'm Mm -hmm. expecting that from bobby um but that's kind of uh i'm pretty sure it's Yeah, Yeah, they have some good guys in this one. I think it's looking pretty good. Um, All right, we got a couple of super chats here that I need to get to. Um, This is from Sheldon Jackson who says, Also forgot to mention that The Rock looked a lot like Florida. (laughs) 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 Florider Tonight with the best bald head and chains. I haven't (laughs) seen... (laughs) <laughs> That's oh, <no>. hella funny. <laughs> hold on funny i need to google Rida because florida.
1: the rocks looks like florida i haven't seen him in a long time he looks just like twinsies i'm telling you I... before the weekend came and dominated every single song it was Do you, you gotta get it? one with the glasses on this one this one <laughs> oh i love it someone should
0: just like crop his face into the rock's face the one where he's doing the little
1: you know i need to bring him him back have a match with the rock
0: blake says our truth must have a match against someone at wrestlemania he'll probably have like that one comedy bit because you know shane mcmahon isn't going to come out there to tear his quads
1: i think that i mean they're going to have like a big uh judgment day match i'm assuming right
0: I think so. Right? I mean, I,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I would hope so.
0: John Collins says we hear people talking about uh, PPI main event team. Oh, hold on. We hear about we hear people talking about people main eventing night one of mania in reality it's actually the middle of the show isn't it do wrestlers feel this way i saw a couple of people saying that because you know it's the two nights so technically the main event of the first night is like the middle of the entire wrestlemania card. but that's (laughs) if you want to get like super super technical technical. Mm -hmm. i don't see it that way i see it as the main event of night one but if you're gonna say like which match is the main 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 event it's the obviously the second night. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The last match is always the main event, no matter how they've been trying to sell it over this year. The, wh- who we leave in thinking of is the last, the, the main event of the show.
0: Right. But I'm not going to go home and cry if I'm only main eventing night one.
1: No, if you're on the WrestleMania show, you're fine. I think.
0: Right. Right. John Collins. Thank you so much for the super chat. All right. So, um, a- we were talking about the men's elimination chamber. We got to get into the women's elimination chamber because we got two people that qualified as well here today. One of them was Tiffany Stratton and the other one was Naomi so that's officially going down and uh on top of that we already had Liv Morgan Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair yep. uh this one feels very straightforward like mm-hmm. we already know Becky Lynch is gonna win and if Becky Lynch doesn't win I'm gonna be like what kind of a swerve is this like you're you guys right. paraded them <laughs> out there like come on this is a dead giveaway what are we doing
1: right like you're serving us right here in our front of our faces like you laid <laughs> this one all the way out for us but this one is a uh, always like with the women's matches in wwe when they do like the gimmick matches it always feels way fresher than the men's match it always feels like there's going to be something different and that's what it feels like again they got like tiffany stratton bianca's in there uh becky like it's gonna probably end up being the better chamber match just with the elements there but yeah if becky loses this we're all gonna be like what (laughs) how did this happen
0: Exactly. Right. I'm expecting a fun match. Cause like you said, when you got the, the women doing these fresh new matches, it always feels fun. Um, but yeah, Becky Lynch definitely for the win there, but overall, Stratton,
1: uh, destroyed Selena with that, Selena uh, with that moonsault though. Oh, right. her
0: prettiest moonsault ever looks Ooh. phenomenal, man. And mm-hmm. by the way, I have noticed that. I f- is it just me? Or is this, is uh, Zelina adding more like to her arsenal? Like I feel oh, like yeah. I've seen her try new things. Like yeah. I don't remember when's the last time I saw Zelina do a moonsault. Like, am yeah, I crazy? No,
1: yeah, no, it feels like they're, it feels like she was never like 100% who she thinks she could be and what she shows in like her training. And it feels like she's getting to do more and show more of herself. Yeah. And it's making her it's making it better, honestly, like, of course, right. like, why haven't she been doing this the whole
0: time? exactly she went out there and she did like a a spot where she did like the 619 onto like Mm -hmm. the legs of tiffany stratton and that like the corner i thought that was kind of cool and then there was also like she'd done the meteora a couple of times but i just thought this time it just looked a little bit cleaner i don't know what it is i think she's got like this new like fire in her and you're starting to see it because i think we got so used to kind of i think that everything changed for her after that backlash show because i feel like from that point like we were sort of disregarding her like, mm-hmm. we were like, okay, she's just going to be the person that's in these squash matches for, like, three minutes and nothing more, nothing less. I feel like since Backlash, she has changed where all of a sudden it's like, no, you know what? I am a, I'm a competitor like mm-hmm. some of the other women that you're seeing here. Stop trying to disregard me as, like, something less than. And I feel like that's the message that we're getting.
1: Yeah, and the the women's rosters, um, both brands are so strong. And with everything, Jade's coming in, Bianca's cooking, like everybody, the main stars are really cooking. is one of the hottest people in the whole entire roster. I think it's been a conscious effort from all the women to kind of step it up. But Zelina's definitely been at the front of the path of like, you know, she's been training every day. She's adding new things to her arsenal. She's trying to make herself undeniable. And that's kind of the only way it could work here.
0: We got a super chat here from the experience and ignorance show who says our truth winning them tag titles at WrestleMania. Let's go. Wow, I wouldn't be opposed to that, is. but I'm just ready for new tag team titles champions though. I know. I know. It's going to be a comedy thing though, Reg. Will Chisholm says, I'm just asking to do new Japan wrestle kingdom night one as the main event.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so much to Will Chisholm for sending yeah. in the super chat. Appreciate it. Um, all right. So we got one final thing to get into. Um, Two. If you want to talk about AOP, they had a quick squash match. Do we want? Do Do we care? Was there anything to add? Do you want to
1: talk about AOP? Because
0: they had a squash match. I, I I don't got much to say, man. (laughs) I was gonna say, unless you have some brilliant take, we can pass that.
1: I think everybody got the gist of it.
0: All right, all right, all right. Just making sure. I don't want people to be like Denise. You forgot to talk about the AOP.
1: (laughs) We didn't forget.
0: (laughs) i feel bad i feel bad there's times where like if i'm recapping a show and something was like not that great like i feel bad mentioning it and then saying well i have nothing to say about that and moving on so i feel like it's sometimes better just to not mention it at all but then i'm like i don't want people to think that i forgot or that i didn't watch it it's just that i have nothing great to say about
1: like what am i gonna say about this match what happened here
0: Right, exactly. So there you go. We'll just have to wait and see for more interesting stuff. But anyways, the AOP, they went in a quick squash match. I think they announced uh, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, didn't they, against Mm -hmm. Final Testament next week?
1: Final Testament, that's their name.
0: Yeah, that's Final Testament, right? Yeah, it's Final Testament. Okay. So the last thing we need to talk about, the other big news here, was that we officially, officially got uh, Braun Breakers Smackdown uh announcement he's is officially signed over to the blue brand but here's the thing though this past Tuesday for my NXT post show we were just talking about Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin winning the NXT tag team titles but we all knew that at some point like Braun Breaker was going to be called up because this has been like weeks in the making where they've been teasing this and so it finally happened so what does this necessarily mean is he is he going to oh, be on both shows? Is he bringing Baron Corbin up with him? Oh. What's the solution here? Cause I'm not really too sure.
1: I don't know why they're doing this dumb. They win the championship and then they immediately called up. It's like, just call him up, dude. Well, now you got to cover some ground and you're going to have to either vacate the championships or beat a main roster guy with an NXT guy. And that doesn't even, you're being counterproductive to all this. You freaking losers. But I did like the backstage segment that they had with, uh aldis and jade and braun and tiffany and bianca uh seeing jade she looked great anytime she's in a room with bianca i'm like 100 in but yeah i think it is great that they have finally called braun breaker up to the main roster because it's been his time right denise he's it's been time to leave nxt and i think he's gonna do very well up there it's just like why did they do this nxt championship thing it's always so weird
0: That happened to so many people, that happened to Indy Hartwell, that happened to Isla and Alba Fire when they were tag team champions. Sure, it happened to somebody else that I forgot about, but yeah. Also, there was another segment that I did want to talk about that I completely forgot to mention right now, uh, and that was the Drew McIntyre, LA Knight backstage segment, Uh, where Mm -hmm. LA Knight called him an old timer, but Drew McIntyre is 38 years old and LA Knight is 41 Reg they need to not do that to Ally Knight They can't have him like <laughs> I don't know if he's Scripted or like How scripted is he or is he like given Bullet points or if he scripted he to ha- the T
1: If he's scripted he had to be like Dudes I'm no like I'm, oh, I'm older than him there's no way He thinks that Drew McIntyre is older than him No way in the world
0: But what I'm saying is whoever's writing that Needs to not do that to Ally Knight because you leave him open To make him like you know, look dumb. Like, you can't be calling someone old-timer when you're what? Older. Older than them. Yes, and it's right. funny because when he said that, I'm like, I, I went online and I and I, and I googled. I'm like, let me google their ages. And I'm like, I googled LA Knight first, 41. Okay, and I was like, you know what? It's gonna be really funny if Drew McIntyre's younger. Lo and behold, I googled Drew McIntyre and bam, it's 38 years old. And, it's a bit. and it, it has it to be funny. a
1: bit. I, but what do you get out of it?
0: What do I mean, you get out of it if you're I LA it's a
1: bit on L.A. night? Somebody was like, oh, oh OK, because okay. like, why would you say that?
0: <laughs> right. It's embarrassing. I'm like, don't do that to him. You're going to now. Open Drew's him up gonna have
1: it. And now next Drew promo, he could be like, "Full, you're old. What do you mean? I'm an old timer. He already tweeted it. Did you see his tweet? Oh, I didn't. So he literally It was like Drew McIntyre was
0: sitting right next to me because we had this same exact thought. He literally posted their Wikipedia pages, (laughs) like their little box with the bio and the ages, and then he put old timer in quotations and put the pictures side by side. I'm like, you guys are leaving LA night open to be made fun of, to be the butt of the joke. And he's supposed to be the cool guy.
1: The beastie boys had a song. I think it came out in 1996. Maybe it was called sabotage. That's exactly what this is. They've been trying to get the heat off of LA night for so long. And I think what it is, they're like, we got to burn this guy down. If we just start having everybody call him old, nobody will like him anymore.
0: God, but yeah. They, anyways, that was. The and big thing when I tweeted that.
1: this, people were on my ass. I said the WWE is never gonna make this guy the main event of the show. I tweeted LA Night and forty years. I'm like, I like this guy. I think he's great, but he's forty years old. You guys, they have. It's weird because there's a lot of older guys up there, but like investing in the future, they're not gonna invest this future in this forty year old guy. Now it's a bit.
0: Right. Oh my God. But it's like how because he's like, and he's not even old. I know, because, like, I mean, he's only a couple years older than Drew McIntyre, right? And, like, when we were talking about that Fatal 4-Way match, remember that Fatal 4-Way match that we were talking about? Where they were all up there in age, but it's like, God, I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, you can't do that to him when you have him coming out there. He's wearing his cool shoes and his leather pants and, you know. Come on, man. (laughs) OG Reg calling someone old is wild.
1: Come on, man. Why you got to do me like this, Richard? <laughs> I'm just trying to have a nice Friday night, and feel good about myself. <laughs>
0: be tomorrow you're, you're, you're gonna be getting botox looking up straight at up i'm gonna
1: come up on the show like this What's up, Denise?
0: i'm <laughs> gonna be able to move your face hey reg well i'm planning on getting botox in a couple of years so maybe you can come with me and we can both Denise, i don't botox. know if you can
1: say that on camera you're supposed to keep that a secret
0: i don't care if if, if the day comes that i do decide to get botox i'm not going to hide from that like I will let people know. Well, we're if gonna I got see. Botox. We're gonna be
1: able to see you because you're on camera every damn day. So
0: I'm gonna be going from like you're gonna see all these wrinkles to all this, I'm like, So this is what I thought about SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was great.
1: <laughs> you live in L. A. Too. I know you know a bomb ass place oh, to go to. Do
0: you have you? Okay. Do you guys know about Botox parties?
1: <laughs> see, this is just.
0: Okay, I'm curious. Does the chat here know about Botox parties?
1: We're losing all the recipes, you guys. Botox this is the thing.
0: Yes. So if you go to a Botox party, they're going literally to a party just like... Where,
1: going to a party where everybody's essentially shooting up, shooting needles into everybody's faces. Yes. It
0: sounds crazy. Yes. They literally have people there. They're like people that are like legitimate But you go to the party and you tell them, like, oh, I want Botox wherever part of the face you are. And bam, poke you with the needle. They do their job. That's it. You go and you eat some Cheetos. I'm not kidding you. This is the thing. Do you know how many people that I know that have gotten Botox? <laughs>
1: then you go and eat some Cheetos. Is that funny?
0: Yes, but it's true. It's a Botox party. <laughs> this I'm is the hoping, world. I'm hoping I get invited to one soon, okay? I yes. heard this from a friend. My friend went to a Botox party. She wasn't even planning on getting Botox. She was just there. And they were like, no, no, no. Give her the Botox. Give her the Botox. So she got Botox on her forehead, and her forehead looks amazing.
1: Peer pressured into Botox? Yes, she did.
0: She was she wasn't there. Like she was there to get a girl because my friend is a makeup artist. She was there to do her makeup, and the friend told her stay at the party. So she decided (laughs) to stay at the party. She had nothing else to do. So they were like, okay, stay at the party. And so she stayed at the Botox party and they gave her like Botox on her forehead and her forehead looks amazing. And I looked at her forehead and I looked at mine and I was like, oh, hell no, I got wrinkles here.
1: Is everybody else listening to this and this doesn't, this sounds normal. Like everybody's like, Oh yeah. Then this does sound like the craziest thing you ever heard. I'm going to go to a party and we're going to shoot needles together. You're like, Oh, what do you, what kind of party are you going to? What the hell is this? That does sound like an LA ass party though, Denise.
0: Yes. Now I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is not a big deal here in California. It's <laughs>
1: not a big deal. No. Honestly, yeah. So
0: I go to get facials constantly, right? They're just facials. They clean your face, whatever. Right. Yep. Every time I'm there, Because in this place, they do a bunch of other stuff. They do all of these things that I've never even heard of. Like, there's so much shit going on in the beauty space. But every time I go, I always hear another woman going, oh, my appointment for my Botox. My Botox? I'm here to get Botox? While I'm waiting in the lobby, I'm listening to all of this. And I have people that are like, I hear people saying all the things they're going to get. And I look at the brochures and I'm like, oh, I'm next. (laughs) I like the brochures. You see the before and after pictures? and it's like how oh, can I'm you next. not i'm in i'm planning on it That least you've really been thinking about this i've been considering it yes because this is what they say they say that you should get the botox before you get the wrinkles so that you prolong them from coming in
1: what happened to our society
0: we want to stay young and beautiful and look like Jennifer Lopez. That's what happened. To I like society. wrinkles,
1: old ladies. So if there's some old ladies out there with wrinkles, keep them.
0: No, I make sure to like not move my face sometimes just to not get wrinkles. Because I know every wrinkle that I have on my face, I know what caused it. This is. Study your wrinkles, people. Trust me. All right, let's see what we got here. Um we got some super chats here. They're all going to my Botox deposit. <laughs> and to your Botox deposit. That's when you know I'm making real money once my face stops moving. <laughs> This is terrible. Joe Compton says AOP did their jobs It made the jobbers look weak. That pretty much sums up the AOP segment. Joe yeah. Compton, consider yourself a third host here, man. You got did it. Our yeah. job for us.
1: <laughs> that was it.
0: Yes, boy says getting slapped by a director of the board is crazy. Cody needs to go talk to HR. Have y'all had to go talk to HR?
1: I I no that. comment. Yeah, no comment. Also, I worked,
0: in, <laughs> I worked in the ghetto, so yeah, I had to go talk to HR. Facts <laughs> a few times actually. People be crazy in the work field. I'm
1: telling you, yeah, totally. Yeah, I did have to talk to HR a few times when I worked at sunglasses.
0: <laughs> me when I worked at Coach Factory.
1: Ooh, You definitely talked to HR over there. <gasps> mm, mm, mm. You've been in the trenches, Denise. <laughs> Things have happened to me.
0: Things have happened to me. Have you heard of Coach Factory? Yes. In the Citadel? Yeah. The worst. My yeah. first three jobs were at the Citadel.
1: I wouldn't wear my this hat over there.
0: <laughs> no, nope. do not go to the Citadel. I know there's people here right now that know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. Don't go to the Citadel.
1: Absolutely And don't not.
0: work at the Citadel. Things will happen to you.
1: Yeah, bad.
0: Will Chisholm says, so y'all think Jade is going to be in the chamber match? I hope not because she can't get pinned. And we know Becky is winning it. I'm not expecting Jade to be in the chamber match.
1: I don't think so. I think they would have been announced it by then. I think they're still gonna continue this tease thing to get past Elimination Chamber. Johnny says, I know about soul
0: food parties.
1: Yeah, where those at? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I'll let <laughs> you know Pick once up. I get my invite for my Botox party.
1: <laughs> Ridiculous. No, I don't want to know about that.
0: Anymore. You know, I could technically host it myself. Yeah, you can. Yeah.
1: You're gonna get an invite, Reg. No, don't send me an invite, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, and I'm gonna live stream it too. No, you're not. <laughs> Ryan Lambert says money for Denise's Botox party and Reg hot box party.
1: See, now we're talking. That's the kind of box I want to be in. A pot box party.
0: Yeah, what's a hot box party? Get the box hot. There's smoke everywhere.
1: You're stuck in there.
0: So sheltered,
1: Denise. No one invited
0: me to a hot box party. She knows
1: about Botox, but not weed, you guys. This is where we are as a society.
0: Reg, I've never smoked weed. Why would I know what a hot box party is?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right.
0: I like no idea, no idea. <laughs> the experience and ignorance show says, Denise, don't do that shit to yourself.
1: Denise, listen to our supporters.
0: <gasps> don't worry. I'm gonna be like this person. Oh soon.
1: my God.
0: Yes. All right. Well, that's it for today's show, guys. We talked about SmackDown. We covered our Botox basis. Um. Reg, before we go for every go for everybody, um, next week, uh, of course, the new slate of shows will continue on Tuesday. I'll be here to talk about NXT. Wednesday, Reg and I will be here to talk about AEW Dynamite. Um, and I think I'm gonna be here for SmackDown. I don't think so. If I'm waking up at two a.m. for um, yeah, I'm not gonna be here for SmackDown next week because I gotta wake up early to watch Elimination Chamber. So don't hate me. Uh, I don't think I'll be doing a watch along because no one is going to be awake. Um, so I'll probably be tweeting and get like two likes on Twitter. So I'll do that, um, just to stay up and then, um, yeah, that'll be the slate for next week's show. So just a little bit different, but, uh, Reg, what do you have going on? Anything you want to plug?
1: Catch me tomorrow on the flagship show. I'll be up at 9am grab city podcast with Philip Lindsay. Uh, if you are happen to be in California, uh, Southern California, I'm going to be calling a wrestling match. This Sunday, UGWA Wrestling at the Emporium in San Francisco It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm always here with Denise. Somebody in the chat said we need more California Connection shows. Maybe we'll film some things coming up because we do need more California Connection shows, I feel. I definitely
0: agree. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Please do not forget to check out all of the other content that is here up on the channel. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you.